My Story, an Autobiography of a Homosexual Christian by Derek Michael Shaw Episode 28, Miracle Sunday February 4th, 2018 will forever be marked in my memory as Miracle Sunday. At the church service, God spoke to me personally and directly for over an hour using the music, scripture, and even the announcements. I cried, I praised, I journaled, I worshipped, and I felt loved. After the service, several people came over to me and said they could see how I had experienced God, and they asked if I needed anything. They said they were awed to see me experience God in that way. I was awed too. Because in that moment, I heard from God in a way that I never had before. I was always a little suspicious or jaded towards people who said they had quote-unquote heard from God in a church sermon or a worship song. But after Miracle Sunday, I can firmly attest to the fact that I had experienced that very same thing. Why did I experience it? because I had been let down time and time again by my family, my friends, and by my partner. I was at the deepest, darkest, most hopeless part of my story. But God met me on Miracle Sunday. He told me that he has always been with me. He confirmed that he loves me unconditionally. And he told me that he created me as a homosexual. Not that he let it happen, not that he loved me in spite of my homosexuality. No, he said he created me as a homosexual. The rest of that day, God led me to people, places, and situations that allowed me to share the miracle I had received. He also revealed to me the importance of journaling, which I started that day and I haven't stopped since. Here is an excerpt from that first journal written February 4th, 2018, Miracle Sunday. The toll of time, broken promises, and shattered dreams becomes too much, and you wake up one day and realize you've lost all happiness, the security and the love you had for your partner. That is what happened to me 35 days ago, and so I ended it because I didn't like any of my other choices. I was suddenly alone, trying to figure out the whys of my life, in my relationship with Tracy, and in the relationships with my family, especially my parents. 35 days of realizations, of discovering the whys, of figuring out my motivations. At first, I only wanted to determine why I had stayed in the relationship as long as I did, because it made no sense to me. And I figured that out, only to discover another layer underneath. And that is what kept happening, which led me to Tracy, to my parents and family, and then ultimately to God. The pastor today had planned on speaking on a passage from 1 Kings, but felt led by God to speak on John 1, 35-42. I won't go into all the details of how the sermon applied, but I will post a link to the video on my blog. Needless to say, it felt like the pastor was speaking directly to me the entire time. 
I also received an amazing quote from Richard Rohr that is exactly what I needed to hear. And I hope Tracy will also be receptive to it. We don't think ourselves into a new way of living. We live ourselves into a new way of thinking. I realized that's what I've been doing. I am fundamentally changing my life. I thought to move on and grow from this experience. But really, by living this new life, I can change my thinking. My thinking about myself, my thinking about my family, my thinking about homosexuality, my thinking about God and happiness and purpose. And I'm overcome with how good God is. Also in this journal, I sketched a simple drawing that God gave me to illustrate my passions and how important it was to balance them in my life. I had talked about balance in my journals from 2016, and I felt like I had finally started to embrace that concept on Miracle Sunday. The image is two triangles, one nestled inside itself, to create four small triangles. The points of the triangles represent my passions. And those are faith, relationships, and sexuality. It first reminded me of the Triforce, a symbol of power, courage, and wisdom from the Legend of Zelda video games. But the equilateral triangle I drew also was an image God gave me, saying that I needed to embrace and balance these three passions in my life. Suddenly, it became crystal clear. From birth to age 25, I focused on faith and relationships. From 25 to 37, I focused on sexuality and relationships. Finally, at age 37, I started to focus on all three together. What I hadn't understood was that they have always been connected, and I just never realized it. I also texted my entire family, parents, siblings, sibling spouses, at 8.44 p.m. on Miracle Sunday. All, I don't say this lightly, I have truly witnessed God's power and love today, and I am completely humbled by it. Looking forward to reconnecting with all of you soon. Tia, Trevor, and Joni, it will probably be digital for the foreseeable future. I love you all, and I love that I am part of this family. I received a smiley face emoticon from Jonathan within five minutes. The next day, Jonathan called me to find out what had occurred, and Joni texted with me for a little bit. Otherwise, I received no response from the rest of my family, my parents, my older brothers, or my sister. This was just another way that my family disappointed me. After all, how hard would it be to send a quick text back or pick up the phone to call me? But I've come to realize my family has difficulty talking with each other and with expressing their emotions and beliefs. But when my texting with Joni resulted in me and my siblings getting a picture of our niece, the first I had received in the three years since she had been born, it once again confirmed how God could use me in my family. Monday, February 5th, 2018. 36 days since the breakup. Am I just experiencing a spiritual high? Do I just talk over people? Am I too loud? Am I too excited? Am I too confrontational? 
It is not confrontational to speak the truth, and the truth is that I am a homosexual Christian. I need to keep saying that because for the last 37 years of my life, well, maybe only the last 24 years, I've doubted that. I didn't trust God, I didn't understand God, and I didn't give him a chance to work in my life. Instead, I only blamed him, or thought that I was cursed, or I've just withdrawn because it hurt. Why would it hurt? Well, I couldn't get married, even though I had been taught all my life that you should look forward to your bride like God looks forward to being in relationship with his bride, the church. And where did that leave the kid who had nearly perfect coursework at one of the most prestigious Christian colleges? It left him scared and confused and hurt and alone. Let me rephrase that, though, because I was alone and hurt and confused and scared. I needed someone to come alongside me, to walk with me, and I needed to walk with them. As a parent, that's easy, since you can easily help your child walk and eat and tie their shoes. It's much more difficult to instill a love of God, of respect for others, of respect for yourself. My story has been happening at least 16 years, recognized gay, or 24 years, the first symptom of being gay, either JCPenney catalogs with men's underwear or wet dreams about my male friends. Only symptom is the wrong word, and I'm sick of people using the wrong words because they cause pain and hurt and anger. They create distance and cause confusion and cause doubt. That sounds completely opposite to the nature of God. God loves us unconditionally. Next time on My Story, The Stunning Conclusion, Episode 29, My Sexy Story.